Coming up on Locked On Dodgers, the Dodgers lose another series on the road. The pitching is in shambles at the moment. How can they fix it? Can it be fixed? And Max Muncy, is he just struggling or is this how he is now? That's what's on top, so make sure to keep it Locked On Dodgers. You are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, 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 Dodger fans. Welcome to Lockdown Dodgers. We are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Lockdown, your team every day. This is a daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans' perspective on our boys in blue. You can find us wherever you find podcasts and on YouTube simply by searching for Lockdown Dodgers. And become an everydayer and make it easy on yourself to become an everydayer by subscribing in each of those places. And you'll get notified directly when our episodes hit. And that's how you can be part of the everyday crew and make it easy on yourself. So thank you for, for doing that. If you already do so, if you haven't done so already, please do so now. If this is your first time listening or watching. I'm Vince Samperio. I'm usually joined by co-host Jeff Snyder, uh, but just me today. And we're both lifelong Dodge fans that have spent time covering the team. We have watched a lot of Dodger games in our life. We have analyzed the Dodgers for a few years now on this here podcast and we're here to bring you what we think is a smart fans perspective on our boys in blue every weekday morning for around 30 minutes. So that's what I'm here to do today. The Dodgers lost two out of three in Philadelphia this weekend and have now continued their struggles on the road, have continued their struggles with pitching and, you know, glad they're coming back home because it, it's, it's been a struggle out there. Uh, the offense Hasn't struggled too much. Uh, they didn't really struggle much this weekend. They put up enough runs to win the series, but they did not prevent enough runs to win the series. And when you allow more runs than you put up, uh, that doesn't usually help out. The Dodgers are now 37 and 29. They're now in second place in the NL West by three and a half games, if I'm not mistaken. So it's only June. I'm not worried about three and a half games in June. The Dodgers are still, you know, up there, still in the playoff position, all that kind of stuff. So I've seen a lot of kind of doom and gloom on the timeline and to a certain extent for the Dodgers. And while it doesn't look great now, it is, you know, maybe a little bit exaggerated how bad it's been. Um, and it's just a matter, you know, that's the, the nature of the beast. That's how the, the, the way the roster is right now, the way the injuries have piled up in certain areas, just, you know, the way they've haven't been able to catch their breath in a while now when in regards to pitching in regards to the bullpen in regards to everything else, um, you know, that's just the way it is. So, you know, you look at this weekend and, you know, the bright spot, once again, we'll, we'll talk about the bright spot, Bobby Miller, Bobby Miller pitched on Saturday in the Dodgers game that they won nine zero Bobby Miller went six innings, gave up no runs, and has continued you know, his hot start to his career in the major leagues. He now has a .78 ERA through four games in the majors. He's gone at least six innings in three of those. And you know, he's been – if he did not come up and do and handled it the way he's handled it, who knows where the Dodgers are at at this point because he's been, like you said, five innings, six innings, six innings. He has a 16 scoreless inning streak right now. 
so far he has a 0.78 ERA, 23 innings pitch, 23 strikeouts, 0.83 whip. He's been pretty much everything you can ask for. Seven strikeouts last game, seven strikeouts the game before. So, you know, he's starting to get more comfortable. This game he started off a little bit slow, was pretty inefficient. The first couple innings was at around 50 pitches after two innings and ended up getting through the next four innings on about 54 pitches, something like that. He, he finished over 100, pit, 100 pitches. Um, but after that second inning, there wasn't too much stressful uh, innings on his end. So it wasn't, you know, and like he threw 104 pitches recklessly, it was a controlled 104 pitches uh, that were a little bit stressful in the beginning and, and weren't stressful after that. Um, on Friday, the Dodgers... Scored four runs, lost via walk-off. Michaela um, Ferguson gave up a home run to Kyle Schwarber. So not fun there. Kayla Ferguson's been struggling a lot. That game, Michael Grove didn't get the start, but he was the bolt guy. Um, they started Victor Gonzalez. To get through those lefties, Schwarber and, and Harper in that first inning before handing over to Grove. Grove has struggled against lefties in his career so far, last year and this year. And I guess technically the opener worked because the Dodgers didn't allow any runs in the first inning, but you would have liked to have seen Victor Gonzalez been able to finish the inning. He he ended up coming out with one runner on. Um, Michael Grove came in. He got the last out. Grove pitched okay the next three innings. He only gave up one run, and then it all kind of fell apart in the fifth inning. He gave up three runs. That ended up holding up until the ninth inning. The Dodgers put up three in the seventh. J.D. Martinez hits a home run, and then Kyle Schwarber hits the home run off Caleb Ferguson. So, you know, starting pitching wise, you get four innings from Grove. It ends up being four runs, not ideal. You get the six innings from Miller, and then Sunday was a bullpen game, and it was just a handful of arms that didn't give the Dodgers what they needed in terms of not allowing too many runs. Uh, Once again, Caleb Ferguson struggled. He gave up a run, although he didn't give up much hard contact in that first inning, but still wasn't able to get the swing and miss when he needed it. You know, ends up giving up a run. You got uh, Taylor Scott who struggled in his short time. He gave up two runs again that he didn't give up the actual two runs. Adam Kalerik did. Uh, which, by the way, Adam Kalerik is back with the team. He ended up giving up the two-run single, uh, but, again, a bloop single. Dodgers got beat by soft contact early in this game and maybe a little bit of not bad defense in the outfield, but defense that could have been a little bit better or at least could have tried. You know, Jason Hayward maybe could have dove on that one that fell in for the two-run single. I don't know if he would have got it. And I know why he maybe didn't didn't want to risk it, but those two runs were going to score regardless. So it wouldn't have been the worst thing to see him try to lay out and go out for it. But either way, Vestia gives up an inning in his run, and then Robertson gives up five hits and three runs in his inning of work in the seventh. Um, you know, kind of erasing how great his first time uh, out there was. So Nick, Rob- yeah, Nick Robertson didn't quite work out. So. All in all, pitching was a mess. Dodgers, like I said, scored enough runs. Uh, nine runs being the big one on Saturday. Four runs, three runs, you know, 16 runs in three games, averaging five runs. You know, it, it could have been good enough, but it wasn't. And, yeah, I mean, the, like 
there's no way around it. The Dodgers pitching is struggling right now. They are currently 22nd in baseball with the 4.49 ERA. Starters have a 4.29 ERA, which is 16th, and the bullpen has a 4.76 ERA, which is 27th. And this is not something we're used to seeing from the Dodgers. We're used to seeing them, you know, top five overall, definitely top five starters. Most of the time, the last few years, top five in bullpen. And it's just uncharacteristic of what we expect from them. I think the starters, you know, I think the starters that matter right now, I'm not concerned about the starters ERA. Like, you know, Bobby Miller is good. Clayton Kershaw is good. Tony Gonsolin is good, while not as efficient as you might like. Uh, Julio, who suffered a setback, was supposed to start on Sunday, didn't. Now he's going to have to throw a couple bullpen sessions this week and then head out to a rehab assignment if all goes well there. So we might not see him to for at least a couple more weeks, maybe toward the end of June, um, which we'll get into in the next segment of what the Dodgers can do. But Julio's ERA was, you know, over four, but hopefully he comes back. He's healthy and he'll be, you know, fine. You know, and then you got Michael Grove, who has had some struggles. You have Noah Sindergaard, who has an ERA over seven. I'm not as concerned starters right now. Um, a little bit concerning about the relievers for the simple fact that kept on consistency. So we're going to look at the pitching stuff as a whole, a little bit of focus on the bullpen. What can the Dodgers do? Can they improve? Can they get better? Or is this just a nature of the roster at the moment and they're going to have to wait until some deals get made? So that's what's on tap. So make sure to keep it locked on Dodgers. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When, when you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items of only exclusions apply. Back at it and... Here to talk about how the Dodgers can be better. Can they be better? Um, what's coming up on the horizon? You know, that kind of stuff. So right now, off the top, you know, like I mentioned, Julio out for till the end of the month. So right now, the Dodgers only have four healthy starters. Kershaw, Miller, Gonsolin, and Michael Grove. Uh, you know, Michael Grove, the uptick in his velocity was there again this past Friday. He didn't quite have the sharpness of the slider which wasn't helping too much with swing and miss and realistically at this point he's struggling second time even well second time through lineup and if he ever gets to the third time through lineup so you can't really count on him for more than five innings at this point and you know an occasional six innings you might get that are good but at this point he's probably a five inning two times through a lineup guy hopefully that's five innings so, 
knowing that, you know, you you know that you have that there. Gonsolin, if he can be efficient, can give you can you know, Gonsolin, Kershaw, Bobby Miller can give you six time six innings every time out. With Gonsolin being the guy that struggles a little bit with efficiency, Miller so far has been able to give six innings three of the four times. So, you know, regardless of how inefficient he is sometimes in innings, he's been able to deliver when the Dodgers have needed. So, but. There's no other real starters down. You know, you look at the 40-man roster, and there's no other starters, like, on the 40-man that can come up. Well, I mean, there is Gavin Stone. He struggled a little bit since going back down. He hasn't quite figured it out down in AAA. If they need him to come up, he can come up and provide some innings, but they haven't been good innings so far in the majors or in the minors. So, you know, not sure exactly what you can expect out of him. So the Dodgers, Dave Roberts mentioned that they might be able to, they might go to the, you know, with the, with days off and with the way they can handle it to Julio, hopefully gets back in a, in a couple weeks that they can make it through with some more bullpen games. I Ideally, you don't want to do that because the bullpen hasn't been good. And, you know, having a part of your team that hasn't been good pitching the entire game, probably not ideal. But like I said, there isn't really there's nobody on the 40 man roster right now other than Gavin Stone that can come in and give you starter innings that aren't already up. Andre Jackson can give you bulk innings. He got he came up, he threw three innings, closed out that game on Saturday was optioned right after he would be the next guy after that that can give you more than you know one or two innings so there's not there's not somebody on the roster right now that's currently on the 40-man roster um a couple things to note Alec Gamboa, Sheehan, Emma Sheehan and Landon Knack have all been called up to OKC Dodgers so they're one step away so in theory, one of those guys could get the call if the Dodgers need a starter or if Julio's hamstring continues to bother him and he's going to be out longer and the Dodgers do need a fifth starter. One of those guys would conceivably be the next guy called up. Gamboa <clears throat> got called up last minute for OKC, had a good first start. Landon Knack went almost eight innings in his last start in AA. Uh, I don't know if it's been officially announced. I rev- I put out there that Landon Knack got the call to OKC. Uh, from someone I heard that from someone and uh, if it's not officially announced it should be officially announced here in the next couple of days and then Emmett Sheehan um, that was reported by somebody else but that he's expected to get the call up to OKC so I mean it, it's another month down for some of these minor league years so that makes sense you know pretty much the first couple months of the season or every month or so is when you start seeing promotions or if too many or if the major league team takes some from the triple a team and triple a team will get reinforcements from the double a team so it's around that time anyways so we'll see how these guys do in triple a and like i said realistically we're going to see one of them with the dodgers here and probably in the next month uh unless something drastic changes so but i mean just arm wise in general like the dodgers phil bickford went on the injured list so you know he's down right now so you got the guys that are currently active you got Yancy Almonte who at this point is a mixed bag you don't know what you're gonna get you got Kayla Ferguson who's really struggled his last few times out 
and it's not necessarily stuff wise, but with him, it, it's command and, and controlling the zone and throwing the pitches where he wants to where he wants to throw them. He's had issues with that. Victor Gonzalez has pretty good, been pretty good for the most part. Ruzdar Gratterall, swing and miss has gone away from him the last few times out. He still gets beat by hard by soft contact sometimes. Um, you know, you can't necessarily count on him right now. Um, but he is one of the more consistent arms in, in the bullpen right now. Adam Kalerik, <clears throat> you know, he looked pretty good. Other than that bloop single, he looked fine on Sunday. So he may be a guy that can continue to give you some innings here and there. Evan Phillips has been, you know, pretty much lights out. Then you got Nick Robertson, Taylor Scott, Alex Vesia, who at this point, you know, Robertson and Scott are probably not major league arms, quality arms, but they can give you spot innings here and there. And hopefully those innings are scoreless. And then you got Vesia, who has been up and down since coming back up. I mean, he's had a couple good outings. He's had a couple not good outings. Uh, so there's just no consistency in the Dodger bullpen. And even with some of these guys, you know, even like guys like Almonte, Vesia, Ferguson, you know, you can hope, and that is that is the hope that the Dodgers have, that their stuff is going to win out. But they haven't. Well, I mean, Ferguson has been more recent than the entire season, but like, you know, it hasn't been consistent. So right now you really only have Evan Phillips who you can count on to be good. And even then, you know, he'll, he'll struggle once every so often you have, you know, Victor Gonzalez who for the most part has been pretty good, but there's just no consistency there. And that, you know, there's not really an answer on the roster to kind of, you know, make this team better right now. And, and, that's the bad part is that, well, I guess there are potential answers, but those potential answers are putting young guys in spots that you don't know how it's going to go, you know, like Landon Knack or Emmett Sheehan. Could they pitch in the majors? Maybe, but, you know, that's not a for sure. Um, for There's not really any relievers that are out there on the roster, you know, that are out there right now in the minors, that'll be like, oh, yeah, those guys can for sure come up and, and help the team. You know, even down in AAA pitching-wise, I mean, you know, Justin Brule's there. Obviously, we know that. Uh, but other than that, I mean, there's not – there's, you know, guys that have pitched in the majors that have either struggled or been inconsistent, Just and that's the reason why they're not in the major league team right now. Like Justin Brule, you got Zach Birdie who was on the 40-man, but then uh, ended up clearing waivers. You got Andre Jackson. You got Jake Reed. You got Wander Suero. You got Gus Varland. You know, there's not an answer on the OKC side. Um, and, I, you know, we don't know how those answers from the guys that just got called up or the guys in AA are going to be. And, you know, the other part is there's not necessarily a trade market right now. You know, uh, there's not that many teams that have valuable trade assets that are also far enough out of the playoff picture to want to make a deal right now. You know, the Royals, we talked about Aroldis Chapman. Uh, I believe Ken Rosenthal had Aroldis Chapman. You know, basically the Royals were looking to trade Aroldis Chapman and Scott Barlow if they were going to trade some relievers. If they couldn't attach somebody like a Salvador Perez to Chapman um, in order to shed some salary, then they might attach Chapman and Barlow together and, you know, try to make a package deal. 
Would that help the Dodgers right now? Yes. But, you know, we don't know the cost. And the one thing about trading, you know, early in June is that you can kind of set your market at least and not go by, you know, when it comes to July, if somebody, once somebody overpays for a starting pitcher or a reliever, then everyone's going to be looking to get an overpay for a starting pitcher or a reliever. Whereas if you trade in June, you might avoid that overpay or at least set the market low enough to where you get ahead of it and you get an extra few weeks of their pitching services. But like I said, the A's and the Royals are pretty much the only two teams that are far enough out of it for you to be like, okay, yeah, like let's, let's go with God. And the A's don't have much pitching wise that can help you out. And the Royals do have a few guys that could help out. So we'll see there, you know, but teams like the nationals who are, you know, in theory, not all the way out of it, but realistically they're not going to compete with the roster they have. So but even then, like, you know, how many arms do they have that are available for trade that are good enough, you know, for the Dodgers? And I guess the the bar is a little bit lower than in years past to what can help the Dodgers. But it's also a matter of what does it cost? Like, you know, does a, you know, a prospect in the Dodgers system, you know, a num- even a number 15 prospect in the Dodgers system is a lot different than a number 15 product on somebody else. So if, you're like, if someone's looking for, oh, a number 15 prospect, on your roster, you know, it's a lot different for the Dodgers. Do they want to give that up? So there's not much out there. I don't know how much it can improve right now. And it's just a matter of guys pitching better for the moment. It's a matter of guys pitching better. And and that's the sad reality of the situation, but that's the reality of the situation. They need starting pitchers to go six innings at least every time. And they need, you know, the relievers to do their job. And if they can do that, they can get by with what they have right now, but it's not an ideal situation. So. Another thing that's not an ideal situation right now, Max Muncy at the plate. We'll get into that. But real quick, thank you for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day every day. And make sure to check us out. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Make sure to become an everydayer. And also remember, if you can't watch the game, you can always listen to the game, SiriusXM or the SXM app. All you got to do is search Dodgers. You can get the home broadcast to any game. Dodgers do not play tonight, but you can always listen to us on SiriusXM or the SXM app if you search Locked On Dodgers. So let's search Dodgers if you want to listen to the home broadcast for any game. Search Locked On Dodgers if you want to listen to us, um, which tonight or tomorrow morning you can listen to us because there's no game tonight. So, All right, last topic away from the pitching. Max Muncy has not been good recently. And almost for Nick, well, for an extended period, hasn't been that great. You know, on the year, Max Muncy's hitting 191. That's not good. Um, but his on-base percentage is 323, which is okay, decent enough, considering he has a 191 batting average. His OPS is just under 800 at 797. You know, that's not ideal, but it's okay. He does have the 18 home runs. He does have the 45 RBI. So he's been able to contribute offensively. But a lot of that contribution has not been recent. You look over the last week, Max Muncy's has an OPS un, at 315. 315 OPS over the last week. That's not good. Over the last two weeks, he has an OPS under 600. And over the last 30 games, he has an OPS of 611. 
So he hasn't been good for a while now. And I guess, you know, you go over the last 30, you know, PSO 611, that's not good. But you can say, okay, six homer, 17 RBI. Like, he's contributing enough to make it okay where you don't notice it. But then with the last 15 games being so bad and the last seven games even being worse than that, now you're starting to notice it. And, you know, I don't know. He, You know, he went back to the little step back early on. It seemed to get him right. He caught the fire. He was, you know, tied for the league lead in home runs at one point and actually took over the league lead in home runs at one point when he caught fire. And then he's really cooled off since then. And, you know, he's the fact is he's not contributing – if he's not contributing with home runs or with the power, then he's not contributing really other than walks, which are fine, but you know, not even then he hasn't been walking a lot recently. You know, he has an on-base percentage of 254 over the last 30 games. 14 walks and 112 at bats. You know, that's or well, I don't have plate appearances, but yeah, I mean that's not great you know a 254 on base is not great and when you look at him hitting he's missing a lot of mistakes and i think that's the most telling thing of you know his swing not being right you know when max muncie's swing is right he's punishing mistakes and right now he's missing a lot of mistakes which you know leads you to believe obviously that his swing isn't right so the dodgers there's there's really no you know, similar to the pitching situation, there's not an answer of how do we fix this on the roster right now. There's ways they can get around it, but it's kind of just moving guys that also are struggling around to hope that they don't that they struggle less than Max Muncie does. Like, you know, in theory, you could play Chris Taylor more at third base or Miguel Rojas, however you want to feel, but, like, those guys aren't hitting the cover off the ball. They're not necessarily a for-sure upgrade over Muncie, you know, maybe on any given night, yeah, but not consistently, like, over the course of a few weeks. You know, you could give Johnny DeLuca more of at-bats in the outfield, which opens up Chris Taylor, but, like I said, at that point, you're moving around guys that you're in hopes of them being better. It's not a, you know, guaranteed game. Now, with DeLuca, we don't necessarily know what they have, he could be good. He could be not. He's not getting, you know, they, he's gotten a couple starts here against lefties. He's not going to get any starts against righties right now. Just, well, I guess he could. James Altman struggling. They could start him in center field um, with against right-handed pitching if they feel like Altman's not going to give them what they need. But, but Hayward and Peralta are playing well enough to where, you know, I wouldn't give DeLuca a start over them against a right-handed pitcher at the moment, but they could do it for Altman. But for Muncie, you know, I don't know what he needs right now. And I don't know what, you know, exactly how they can fix the struggles, but he just needs to get back to punishing mistakes at the very least. And being a threat in the middle of the lineup, you know, you we've talked about the one through five a lot. And that one through five, you know, it's been Mookie and Freddie and Will Smith. And then Max Muncie had that hot stretch in April and then, J.D. Martinez has been hot since May 12th, so about a month now. But Muncie hasn't been right for about a month now. And, you know, it's to the point where if Martinez continues to stay hot and Muncie continues to struggle, like you have to consider moving them, switching them in the lineup 
and you know putting Max behind him and you can't really say like oh then JD will will lose protection because like you know JD's had a random group of people behind him in that six hole uh, and he's still been able to hit so I don't think you know switching him and Max getting JD you know a few more at bats here and there throughout the course of the season you know moving up one spot in the lineup I think it's worth it at this point because I don't know what Max Muncy you know, can give you right now. And he's not hitting mistakes and he's not hitting for power and he's not getting on base as often. He's not really doing anything that benefits the team, especially in the number four hole. So yeah, I don't know what they can do in Muncie. You know, I don't know if it's mechanical. I don't know if it's just a, a cold stretch. You know, he's been streaky, but for the most part, he's been pretty consistent in that streakiness, at least with getting on base right now. He's not getting on base and not hitting for power. He's just not hitting at all and not getting on base. So it's not ideal. So like I said, there's right now it's a it's a tough go for the Dodgers in terms of they don't have the assets to fill some of these spots that are hurting. They isn't necessarily a trade market right now to go out and improve some of these things that are hurting. So they need guys to just play better. They need Max Muncy to play better. They need the relievers to pitch better. And right now, that's just the situation. That's the reality. And they, they can, you know. And the Dodgers, you know, they're still 37-29. and 29. They're still, you know, they don't play well on the road. They've been playing well at home. We'll see how this week goes. Uh, this will be, you know, probably the most short staff they'll be pitching-wise where they're coming back at home. So we'll just have to wait and see. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day every day. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube to become an everydayer by listening every single weekday morning when we're here for you. You can listen to the Dodgers home broadcast on SiriusXM or the SXM app. If you search Dodgers, you can also listen to Locked on Dodgers on SiriusXM or the SXM app if you search Locked on Dodgers. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Dodgers. You can find Jeff on Twitter at Snydog. I'm at Vincent's 91 DMs are open on all of the accounts. No game tonight means mailbag episodes so if you have any mailbag questions get those submitted you can um, yeah find us on social media you can get a hold of us via email lockdowndodgers at gmail.com or via voicemail text at 323-863-5625 we're here every weekday morning and we hope you'll be with us when you get in your car if you're at home text my advice for a podcast locked on dodgers and remember you don't have to agree you just have to listen